Welcome to the Strong Families Podcast, where we believe that strong families connect to Jesus, connect to each other, to a faith community, and to their mission and purpose. Hi, Strong Families. Today, we're going to be studying Matthew chapter 6, starting in verse 1. And in this part of Matthew 6, Jesus talks, he says something funny about your left hand not knowing what your right hand is doing and your right hand not knowing what your left hand is doing. And this reminded me of a game or an activity. So we're going to start out with a fun activity that you can do with your family. And this has to do with you trying to do different things with your right and left hand. Some of you may have tried this before. What I want you to start by trying is pat the top of your head with your left hand and rub your tummy in a circle with your right hand. And then I want you to switch. Rub your head with your right hand and pat your tummy with your left hand. It's actually really hard because your hands keep trying to start trying to do the same things. The next thing I want you to try is have your right hand make a circle in the air beside your body and on the other side of your body, have your left hand try to draw a square in the air. So you're trying to do a circle and a square at the same time. Listen, if you can do this, let me know because this is almost impossible for me. Take a minute, pause the podcast, and try these activities before we keep studying. A little while ago, I saw a group of people passing out blankets to the homeless. Now, I've done this before. I've passed out water bottles, food, and sometimes even socks, blessing bags, or blankets. And, you know, you find someone who's living on the street. You approach them. You ask if they'd like what you have to give. Sometimes you stop and talk with them. Maybe you say a prayer with them if you're feeling really brave. Or maybe you just sort of listen to them talk to you. Maybe you take a picture with them. These people that I saw passing out blankets, though, were doing it a little bit differently and sort of backwards. Every single time before they gave a blanket to anyone, they would stop and they would turn and they would take a picture of themselves. And then they would go to the next person. And before they gave a blanket, they would stop and they would turn and take a picture of themselves. And it was this way all the way down the sidewalk. Picture and then the blanket. Picture and then the blanket. I have to admit, I sort of got the feeling that they were doing it for the wrong reasons. I didn't know if they were really doing it to help people. It sort of looked like they were just doing it so that they could take pictures and brag about it later. I have a totally different story for you. When I was going to college and taking classes to learn how to be a pastor, one of my teachers told me the story of a pastor who would preach a sermon every Sabbath, walk off stage, walk through the lobby and out the back door and get in his car and drive home. This is kind of strange because then he doesn't have the opportunity to stand around and visit with people after the service or to hear, good job, you did a nice job. That was a good sermon. Hey, that was awesome. The teacher explained that this pastor wanted to protect himself from needing other people's compliments and praise. He just wanted the sermon to be about him doing his job faithfully for God. So he would get in his car and drive away. I've never done that, but I never forgot it either. This verse, this section of verses in Matthew 6, talks about people who are doing things. 
And as we read, I want you to be thinking, what were the people in this text doing wrong? And why was it wrong? Because they were also doing some things right. I also want you to think about why does Jesus tell us to pray in secret? How does this help us make prayer more meaningful? And as always, always, always look for something that just jumps out at you or stands out to you. Okay, let's read Matthew chapter 6, verse 1. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be honored by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. Then your heavenly Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, don't keep on babbling like the pagans, for they think they'll be heard because of their many words. Don't be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Strong families, I love it. That God says he knows what he need that what we need before we ask him. This is really good news. But I have a question for you. If he already knows, why should we still ask him? And Jesus talks about a reward. He said they've already received their reward in full. This passage sort of reminds me to get clear about what my real reward is. It isn't people giving me compliments or praise or attention. My real reward is the good feeling I get from helping others, the good feeling I get from talking to God and getting closer to Jesus. That's the real reward. I want to remember that. This passage also reminds me to keep my eyes on God instead of on the people around me. I don't want to be so concerned with what everyone else thinks about me. I want to be the kind of person who is only concerned with what God thinks about me. What about you, strong families? First of all, share with your families what stood out to you from the passage? And what do you think God might be trying to say? Why would he want that to stand out to you? And second, ask each other, are we sometimes tempted to do things for the wrong reasons? How can our family make sure that we are doing the right things for the right reasons? Enjoy your study, strong families.